welcome back. Welcome back to the pod. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the pod. Welcome, welcome back, back, y'all. We are the Catch Up Crew, and we're going to spin this record for you. <laughs> That's crew with a three, not with an E. With a K and a Z. Yeah. Cruise. Tom, cru- Tom Cruise, Scientology. Tom Cruise. Oh my god, it's all confirmed. I- Tom Cruise, Scientology. The world is going to end on uh, April spies. the 18th, 2018. Uh, 2018. Have you seen those rumours actually? Um, you know the Malaysian aircraft that went missing? Oh god, yeah, right. Have you seen all these like some people have been getting like weird messages from Taiwanese people? Um and it's spelling out like world ending stuff. No, um, I've only seen that blind woman who died like forty years ago predicted Russia is gonna take over the world. Well I mean that's not hard to predict, is it? They've got a million <laughs> they've got like a they've got like a billion bloody idiots in Russia alone that don't have a mind of their own. What do you expect from a country that's built up on following one bloke? Well, uh, recently at work, we was having a discussion with one of the drivers uh, who was dropping off a delivery for us, and he was saying he thinks that this whole current um, the Russia like poisoning like virus thing is like all a setup by by the UK. <laughs> oh, it is definitely is. Um, <laughs> my theory, no, but my theory is not so different. Like my theory, some of the things he said made sense, but I'll, I'll let you go first. Um, I think it's a. I, I think Theresa May's trying to force a Remain and Brexit. Yeah, because she's trying to fall out with one of the bigger countries that aren't involved with the EU. Yeah. Um, and so she's trying to damage trade links with anyone she can, so that it makes it seem to the people like, oh, if we leave now, we're going to be on our own. So we should really stay, and she's going to force like, to remain. <clears throat> we have like France and Germany's like back up now with this whole like ordeal. Yeah, which makes I I, I despise Theresa May. Uh, oh, I I've, think everyone in Britain does. <laughs> I I seriously think she's running us into the ground. This whole debacle falling out of Russia is the bad is a bad idea. Um, she's making enemies with the she's making enemies with the wrong people for one, and for two. They're not our enemies anyway. Yeah. Um, they they shouldn't be. Uh, look, if that guy was still informing Putin on anything, bearing in mind he's been here for 10 years, he's doing his job wrong. <laughs> also, the the guy at work, he said um, he said that the Russians wouldn't botch a job like this or like make it so obvious. If no, they, wanted they wouldn't. To, if they wanted to kill someone, they'd just send someone to like stab the guy. Yeah, I, it's, 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 it's silly. Um, also, I don't know just why. like take out the whole town rather than just one guy. Like make it look like cover up. You'd never know who the actual target was. Yeah, it's all ridiculous. I think, I think there's a lot of fear mongering going on, and I don't think anyone's helping actually because Theresa no. May's getting away. She's spreading the word. She's making it look like the Russians are enemies, which you've always got to be wary of the Russians, but you should always have them on your side. Um, <laughs> that, that, that's the most true thing I've ever heard. Uh, and the trouble is though America's jumping on the bandwagon now um, yeah and that's a bad move for America and although I think President Trump's a great president I don't think he should jump on the bandwagon like he's been doing um, yeah I, I, you heard it here first Bailey thinks that President Trump is great which he is cause, I mean he's doing more than Barry ever did by setting up a, by trying to set up a meeting with North Korea yeah, I was talking about that to some other people as well the other day. That's more than Barry ever like... did. Yeah. What did Barry do other than the Obamacare? I don't know. US politics is a very complicated thing, I feel. It's a very big place <laughs> to govern over. I don't think it is super complicated. Um, because <laughs> 25% of the people are backwater. Uh, 50% of them are all pretty narrow-minded bigots and the other 25% and the other 25% that are left are just sheep so it's not that hard to actually govern America because there's only three sets of people there okay you've got you've got some you've got some cousin uh, bumming going on and then you've got some 
I don't know. It's just there's not much there's not much to it in my opinion to America. I think it's pretty simple. Um, maybe you've got four different groups. Maybe backwater is twenty five percent, fifty percent still being, um, what did I say? Narrow minded bigots. Ten percent is probably liberals. Fifteen percent is you know the sheep. That's a yeah. That's about as far as I'll stretch it. Um. But I swear to God, we need a revolution. I I won't rest until I see <laughs> Theresa May's head on a silver platter. Well, speaking of the uh, Russia debacle, apparently eight hours ago, Britain accuses Russia of secretly stockpiling deadly nerve agent used in attack. And apparently, there's like there's no like actual evidence of this. It's just an accusation. And I think people are making good points here online, saying like, why is everybody just blindly believing everything the government says? Uh, yeah, and it's it's uh, Saddam's mobile chemical labs all over again. <laughs> like, and it's just like again, as you they're said, they're harboring it's, weapons of mass destruction. We should have a war. Then that's just to get your own way and get uh, like people trying to forget about your own problems we're having. Like people are talking about this now all the time, rather than like how badly she's doing with Brexit. <laughs> I don't know. I made a meme, and I'm going to put it in the uh, Discord chat now. I feel like you should uh, react to it. It's a bad memes aside. You know, this is uh, where is it? Where, where did I put it? I think it's this one. There we go. There's, there's a bad meme. <laughs> All right, I to... I'll read it out so people know what we're talking about. So <laughs> I I uh, I photoshopped Theresa May with a weird <coughs> face onto a white background and Je- and Jezza Corbs pointing his fingers towards her. And it's on a white background. I cut them all out of their respective backgrounds. And I've put speech bubbles saying, uh, from Theresa May saying, I'm going to cause a fuss over something that could affect my country harshly and ruin relationships with anybody I effing can just because I'm an old woman with no concepts of survival. Then Jezza Corbyn comes in with a, with <laughs> his usual garbage. Do what you want, man. I'm down with the kids. You get me? I'm Jezza Corbs in it. I love grime. Also, you know, like labor or something. There you go. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, but I, I, I've seriously, I've, I've, I've got to my wits end at the moment. I'm really yeah. fed up. I think I can tell. I, 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 not name dropping or anything, but like, I went. Me and Dan went out for a drink, um, and we started talking about Britain, and, and we were talking about how depressing it is. Like, because I always grew up on. I grew up on the actual Great Britain, so the world conquerors, the people that brought, you know, establishment to the world, um, the people that conquered the earth uh, and taught people how to speak proper languages um, and tried to civilize the world uh, in any means necessary. Um, uh, and it's quite difficult to look and 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 with the way I was brought up to to believe in that, and I still do. I'm very patriotic in a way. Uh, and to see where we are now is just it's pathetic um it's really depressing i know a lot of people have different mindsets to to that um but what happened you know we had we had the world wars um which ruined everything financially for us and that's when the empire started to fall and you know it becomes when you talk about this sort of stuff it becomes like a serious problem where millennials and pc culture has ruined that mindset because you're automatically a racist if you talk about the way we colonized africa and india um and a lot of people are being taught that the colonization and empire was a bad thing uh which it wasn't uh it i I don't see how it was a bad thing um it's made the world how it is today why do you think english is the is the is the number one language across the world because everyone gets taught it as a second language. Um, if you speak English, you can make it in the world, and that's all because of the way we started it. Um, the world needs great leaders, and we don't have that. Um, people would probably frown at you for mentioning names such as Napoleon, but what he did was, you know theoretically pretty brilliant he wanted to control the world in fact he wanted to bring down britain the same with the the spanish um 
they all wanted to bring down us because we were a superpower and we no longer exist in that world anymore and we could easily exist in that world i think uh the minute you talk about the eu and everyone has their own reasons for why they voted remain and everyone has their own reasons for why they voted leave i know your reasons they're fair enough i accept them uh i'm i, I won't say they're wrong because i i you know it's it's uh subjective and how you want to feel um and it, it is a big thing it's a massive decision um so you're welcome to have what however your opinion dictates it's it's how you want to how you want to be and and survive in in the current world um but for them to for them to demand us to pay to leave is an outrage considering the damage they've done to us um since we've been in the EU, you've become such a shallow shell of what we used to be. Um, it's just sad and pathetic to look at us because before the EU, we were well. It, it started to fall just before, but I don't know. We've become desensitized to the idea that we can be a big power again, and that being English means something. I don't know. I don't like the idea of French people running us. <laughs> because they don't like us. Yeah, I had some bad experiences in France. <laughs> well, the French, the French don't like anybody but the French. So, why on earth we think they're 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 a great nation or great people to pick out to run the EU is 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 just silly because they don't like us. And why we have to pay a fine for leaving? I don't know. The EU should crumble. But it's just because they hold that like power over us. Technically, like we can't do anything unless they like say so. Really? Well, we can. We can say sod off, don't pay any money, uh, and they can continue to think we're in it. But we don't listen to a single law they dictate over us. Well, then I, I don't know exactly what that situation would do. Um, this is where I wish I. More, uh, more, always ask more questions. At that point, what could they do other than declare war on Britain? Yeah. And then at this point, that's where you want uh, people that despise the EU as much as we should, uh, a la uh, Putin, whether you like him or not. Uh, he'd be a great friend to have if someone declared war on you. Donald Trump, uh, who's an avid despiser and advocate against EU. He loves the fact that we voted leave. He was one of the main benefactors in the idea that if we leave, he'll be our friend. <laughs> uh, whether you're not, you like Donald Trump or not, he's a businessman that knows how to make trade deals. You also have South America, and bearing in mind not a lot of South America likes us because of the way our history goes. Uh, but they're poor. They'll love to deal business with anyone that has money, which we should rightfully have by the time we leave the EU. If we manage to set it up right, China uh, doesn't like to admit it, but they like us. But think how much trade deals we could do with them. Yeah. And automatically, you have three giant things. If even if you don't include any South America, uh, you could even go back into Africa and try and do something there. Uh, but you automatically have America, Russia, and China. Three of the biggest uh, superpowers that's ever existed. Other than that, so let's move into. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we did the, the bigger. Uh, uh, the we, we went of off, the week. off, yeah, off topic. Usually afterwards, uh, but we did it. We did it first today. That was mainly just me talking for ten minutes, but. Um, so uh, have you been? What have you been playing this week? I've been very tired this week. I've been doing literally like twelve nine every day at work, besides my days at uni. But I decided to replay or start replaying Near Automata, um, All right. a sequel to the like 2008. I might be wrong on that. Um, game Near, um, but set like you don't need to chuck out these fancy. You know, it's a sequel and all that. No, it's just set like a million years in the future. Not a million. Years, you know what I mean? It's set a very long time in the future. It doesn't. It's supposed to be a game that you can just jump into the as like a separate series almost. But there's just some little references towards the end of the game that it's like if you understand the events of the first one, then you're like, oh, I get that thing. But you don't need to know the previous stuff. 
It's just because yeah. I think a second playthrough of this game can make you see things that you may have missed with how like deep it gets in some areas. So uh, I've been meaning to play it again for a while and actually get 100% legit or like go and do some of the bigger side quests that I didn't do the first time. Oh, cool. What have you been playing? Um, I don't know. I've been at work a lot. Um, I've not really done much. Uh, I uh, I feel you honestly. Uh, I played a tiny amount of PUBG, maybe one or two hours this week. Um, other than that, not much. I haven't really had enough time. Uh, as as I'd say, I only really started. Near automata like earlier this week before I have work, but now I'm working every day or at uni every day until after Easter. I was thinking the other day that I'd kind of I'd be really tempted to buy a Switch revision if they made it more compact and more durable, um, mm. made it slightly cheaper. Um, but you could also it like it works on a cloud. You know, since we get the new Nintendo service that you can pay for, that yeah. it's like a cloud service that we would work between both if you had both accounts on it. Yeah. Um, and and I'd quite like a compact switch that I could take to work because I work outdoors, and although my stuff stays indoors, I get a bit like dirty and stuff, and I don't want to scratch it and all that by keeping it in my bag and stuff. But I feel like having a having a more compact and durable version, I'd happily buy a, a second one. But that's my point about that. I don't know why I brought that up, but <laughs> it's thinking about gaming, like like having time to game now, so. Absolutely, that is that is the good thing about the Switch. It like because I, I took my like three DS to work today, like for my break, and I was like, if, but I'd let it die, so I was like, oh, that was ridiculous. Yeah. But that that's the good thing about the Switch. It's just because I, I'm like, I'm too like paranoid about that still at the minute. I'm quite <laughs> like, protective with the Switch still. Uh, I, yeah. I've taken it to your house. I've taken it on a train to Lincoln. I've taken it to to Lincoln and. That's about as far as I'll go because on the train you still got it in your hands all the time anyway. So yeah. it's not like taking it out properly. But I haven't really played anything. So what what movie do you want me to watch? Uh, well, you don't have to watch this, but I'm, I'm pretty sure you already have. Uh, I would recommend to anyone uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes from 2011. The first is it the um, first one? Yes, with our James good Franco? old fr- yeah, our good old friend James Franco. We know how much I you love James Franco. <laughs> we we mention him a lot, um, but it's not a bad thing. He's a he's a good dude. I, no, he's pretty. I mean, he, he you not no. Don't bring, I was about to say we do not talk about it like how we talk about it like every week. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's cool. I like James Franco. I like Seth Rogen too. Even though I, I, I'm starting to, your father on... impaled himself with his own glider. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I'm starting to like great on the old Seth Rogen stuff, where it's just like the, I can't do the laugh. I wish I could. Um, like he does the laugh, then he says the word weed, and then he does the laugh again, and then he it says it, and it makes a dick joke, and then goes. <laughs> I can't do the laugh. I wish I could. And he does the laugh again, then he says the word douche, and then rinse and repeat. Um, and although I find that kind of funny, um, maybe we've had a bit too much of him at the minute. Although in Disaster Artist, he didn't really say any uh, much of that. That was, that was a pretty much tour de force performance from James Franco um, and Dave Franco. So, my movie of the week is M- Moon with Sam Rockwell directed by Duncan Jones uh, son of David Bowie director of the World of Warcraft movie um, good movie Sam Rockwell is a guy who's on a mission on Moon he's up there for three years and the movie takes place at the end of his three years uh, end of his like three year tenure and he's uh, looking forward to getting back to his wife. But the, uh, there's a robot played by Kevin Spacey. Uh, think what you will about Kevin Spacey. Um, but he's in the movie. Hmm. I'm just looking this up and 
I have never heard of this before. Great movie. Really good. Slow paced. Uh, bit of a... I was going to say it's a bit of a thinky movie, but I don't think it is. I think the twist is pretty, pretty simple. Um, I may have to check this out. It's really good. Really good. Um, Which means I'm going to inevitably steal this from you. <laughs> I, it's still wrapped up, I think. Jesus Christ, you can't make me open another one of your DVDs. Have you still have you still got it in Covenant? Yeah, because you never came and picked it up. <laughs> okay. Um, it's really good. It's a really good film. Um, not a lot of thought provoking in it. It's just uh, it's the idea of it. I think. Yeah, like the. Well, then again, maybe it has it. got a bit of uh, thought provoking, but that's not the point. Uh, great film. Uh, good director too. I liked World of Warcraft the film. Uh, I, I still haven't seen that. I need to. I need to get around to getting that. It's all right. I, 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 being a person that's not into World of Warcraft anyway, or Warcraft as a franchise, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a pretty simple, big budget fantasy movie. Yeah, I'm just showing Gets you. Like, hey, this is the starting of Warcraft. Gets a B plus from me. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, talking about big budget fantasy, uh, briefly. Uh, Amazon's announced its budget for the first two series of The Lord of the Rings. Uh, Ooh, I have not seen that news. I always keep my news up on that, but I haven't seen that. The first two series will have a budget of half a billion. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. wasn't, I thought you were going to say half a million. <laughs> for some nope. They're spending 500 million on uh, the first two series of The Lord of the Rings show. This is this is giving me hope that I don't want. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm just gonna quickly Google it. Uh, Amazon Lord of the Rings acquisition price because I wanted to remember how much they paid for the rights. Two hundred and fifty million dollars. So, in total, in total, the show will cost them seven hundred and fifty million dollars to produce the first two series. I think it'll make that back if it's good. Maybe. Uh, Amazon can afford that money. How many products do they sell a day? Yeah, that's the point. I mean, like, you know. If if more Lord of the Rings fans go to Amazon instead of using eBay or something like that, I, I think the phrase was something like, "Oh, if we uh, we we make a Lord of the Rings show to sell more shoes, because <laughs> people just use Amazon to buy other things because they've seen Lord of the Rings on there." Um. Uh. But yeah. Uh. Whether Tolkien's work needs to be adapted again, I'm not sure. Um. W- because it's before the original trilogy. Yeah. Uh, it's before the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, so whether or not I need a TV adaption, I'm not sure. I'll wait and see. Uh, big Lord of the Rings fan. Uh, whether or not it'll be good, I don't know. Yeah, we'll just wait and see. Like, give it. A, I'll, I'll give it like a couple of episodes. Like, I'm not going to judge it based off the very first episode um no me i'll probably give it the first season a chance like i d- i'm just not that interested i i'm just interested to see what it could have possibly bring to the table like could it set itself apart enough from lord of the rings to be a good standalone like fantasy like world building thing like but I think, obviously I think amazon's quite hit and miss yes uh None of the shows have been that stellar yet. Transparent was apparently really good, but I don't think that's for wider audiences. Yeah, maybe um, maybe that's a big thing because it's like I, I consider Mr. Robot incredible, uh, and I think that's one of their biggest ones. Yeah, that's why I'm saying hit and miss. Like Transparent, Mr. Robot was quite big. Yeah, like, but uh, again, grand, I still feel like Mr. Tourist. Robot isn't for everybody. Like, yeah, because it's like I don't know. It's just a very weird show. In some places, uh, the Grand Tour went down really well, but that's just Top Gear. Yeah, yeah. And then they also, and then they had American Gods, which did wellish. Yeah, as like... a show, as a show, I don't think a lot of people 
liked it generally. I was about to say, I remember going to the cinema and I kept seeing adverts for it every movie I saw, and it was like the next Game of Thrones or like rival to to rival Game of Thrones, something along yeah. those lines. I was like, nah, mate. Didn't quite <laughs> hit that height. Um, I think this is their attempt to finally hit the Game of Thrones market with Lord of Rings. Yeah. Yes, I, I agree on that. If they can build like a world like Game of Thrones does and have like unknown like families within uh the yeah. different regions of, of Lord of the Rings, like someone from Gondor and someone from uh Rivendell, like and not even not even like those locations, like smaller locations as well that we don't really hear about and build Let's get world. Elrond in the show. <laughs> <laughs> like I Let's get uh, t- uh... Strider's dad, what was his name? Aragorn, son of Arathorn. Let's get Arathorn on the show. Um, uh, let's get Schmeagel an hour. Uh, <laughs> I think. I think. Was it? Was it Ian McKellen who said he would be interested? Like, if he, if they were to like have Gandalf in the show, he said he he would want to be in it. I don't know. I don't I, give crap. I think. Really. I think he was like, "Oh, cool! I'll be in it if you want." <laughs> they'll, they'll get him in it. I don't think he's relatively expensive to get anymore. No, like. I don't know. If they do it right, I think it could be a very interesting show. Yeah. I don't think they need to necessarily even play it up that it's like I don't I hope that it's not every five seconds. It's like, hey, we're Lord of the Rings, you remember? Like I don't yeah. want it to necessarily be like that. Yeah, I get you. I hope it's like the one ring every five seconds. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna base anything on that. I really Yeah, that, that's what I'm hoping. Or like, I think they're gonna tell some original stories with some Tolkien characters. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping it's just like nice and different and chill. Let's just hope it's not like The Hobbit. Uh, long-winded and unenjoyable throughout. Uh, cast is a mixed bag of average to dull uh, with no actual good <coughs> apart from maybe Benedict Cum uh, on your back uh, playing Smaug. Um, I I think that'll be interesting. Actually, as you you said, casting. I think that'll be interesting to see if we get any big names or if it's just a lot of relatively Beavis. unknown people. Yeah, or the, that kind Zed of Zed Listers. <laughs> um, in other news, uh, guy fends off his. Uh, Samurai sword wielding girlfriend. <laughs> right, wait, where have you read that? Because I've seen that ten minutes ago while I was looking at funny news stories. Uh, I, uh, I think I saw it on no, Game. I wasn't, I wasn't on Reddit. I don't know. I have I saw it on PC Gamer actually. Of all publications, <laughs> I PC think it was Game Gamer would write about it. Yeah, uh, I think it's about Fortnite, isn't it? It's about no, how no, no, PUBG. Oh, PUBG, and I, I knew it was one of them. Uh, so basically, guy who plays PUBG for thirteen to fourteen hours a day. Uh, first of all, even pro gamers don't do that. So this guy needs a life. Uh, second of all, he classes it as training. For what I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is his girlfriend was suspicious of him. Because she believed he was cheating on her. Uh, she found a red hair in the shower drain. Uh, bearing in mind her hair is dyed green. Uh, she found some... She, fa- she found Tinder on his phone. Uh, and she found something else. Uh, instead of just breaking up with him, <laughs> this psycho went full psycho. She went out, bought a samurai sword, but so, so it wasn't like samurai. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it was just in the house and he was like a collector and she took it off the wall. No, no, no. She went out and she, she went one. out and bought a samurai sword. Yeah. Um, Jesus uh, and the next psycho move, which I, I think is really psycho, but I don't know if a lot of people are picking out on it. She hid his phone so he wasn't able to call for help. That is pretty sadistic. Yeah. Specifically um, to like stop him from calling for help. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. Um, that's pretty psycho. And so, as she, as he slept, she started her attack with her samurai sword. This guy plays thirteen <laughs> to fourteen hours a day of PUBG, and has been training in Gensu. 
this guy went turbo <laughs> on her. <laughs> he woke up, defended himself from a samurai-wielding psycho while he was asleep, and so he just woke up and deflected it all. And then pictures is... of him in, like with a giant smile on his face. His hands are like <laughs> up to his like elbows. Have got like bandages on them and stuff. And he's just like <laughs> wheeling on his wheelchair. <laughs> and it's just great. Oh, that man is my uh, inspiration now. Like well, what I want. What I want. How did he wake up? Like, or, or did she hit him like once at least first, and then she he must have up. hit him once or something. But like. What I want to know is, how does a guy that plays PUBG for 13 to 14 hours a day, practices Gensu, manage to have a girlfriend, and also manage to pull a second girl? Whereas most guys can't get a single girlfriend who have a stable job (laughs) and shower regularly. And don't practice a martial art that nobody else practices. So you can like, like have the world record of only like best <laughs> martial arts. It's, like it's like those people that do speed runs on, I don't know, like really bad games or like something that nobody speed runs. Yeah, like Jurassic Park, the uh, the video game on Game Boy Advanced. <laughs> yeah, like DNA like... Crush or something, what it's called. But like, it, it's probably like five people in the world that practice Gensu. <laughs> and this guy's and this guy's the only badass to deflect the samurai side of his Gensu. Hey, I imagine a lot of people now are going to be learning Gensu. <laughs> it's great. I hope so. I want to hear more stories about um, <laughs> PUBG players deflecting girlfriend samurai sword. I was about to say, is it like because his fast reactions, like like what with his like mouse while playing PUBG, is that like how he can move his I- hands so fast to deflect stuff? I ain't got a clue. <laughs> he just his like he's just learnt reaction times, and then that's how he helps him train with his Gensu. We're gonna um, we're gonna jump into a new segment on the show that I'm surprising Fox with right now. <gasps> wow. Uh, we're gonna go to the weird news of the week show. Uh, I was show. I was just thinking. Well, I wasn't. I've been thinking for a few days now of having some sort of news segment or wacky news. Story. Uh, I'm gone straight onto the mirror, so I'm technically stealing. But we're going to go into each story. We're going to pick a couple. We're going to look at a couple. I, um, do you know what? This is really weird. I have a news article from the mirror as well that I want to talk <laughs> about. Um, okay, so here we go. The first one I've seen, which kind of interests me, is man attempts to fob police off. No, that's mine! <laughs> yes. Um, oh, we can talk about it because you're looking at the same thing. Okay. Damn it. That's... Um, so man, man attempts to fob police officer uh, off with Homer Simpson driving license. Right. This is the part that, that gets me, but only makes two key mistakes. <laughs> it's such a cheap baby title once you run it off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a picture of Homer Simpson on a UK driving license uh, going doe. <laughs> yeah, like the hands on the forehead and everything. It's incredible. I mean, it's a pretty, it's a pretty. Uh, he's even got like the the twenty eight Springfield Way USA thing, and it should be Evergreen Terrace, but that's not the point. Um, well, that's, but his that's... name is Homer Simpson on the driving license, so that's that's pretty cool. I mean, the key mistake there is what I would have done is picked one of the realist, like creepy realistic look- looking. Uh, depictions of Homer Simpson and put it on instead of the cartoon version of it. <laughs> yeah, that would be his one mistake. Like, yeah, just have it as his actual photo and then have all the other information as a Simpsons like thing and see if somebody gets it. So, what have you? What topics have you got for me today, then, Fox? Well, you, said you had something you wanted to talk about. Yeah, this is a um, a pretty big one. I feel, and I feel like you'll have a lot to talk about with it. Uh, I will send you the news story on Discord. But it is about a game called Omega Labyrinth Z. Omega Labyrinth Z? Yes, it is an anime game that is uh, supposed to be coming out. Oh, I have seen this, yes. Yes. Um, I I think it's quite... Yeah, it's uh, the first game to be banned since 2008. Yeah. um... In the UK. Well, it's not even out yet, so... 
And it's been banned in Germany, New Zealand as well, and Australia. Yeah, everyone's going to be you know, <laughs> importing it from... Like, I feel like this kind of exposure to a game being like, oh my god, we're banning this game, like... Uh, it's going to be the first game we've ever banned since Man Up 2. Like, I think that's going to make people be like, okay, I'll just import it then. Like, and it'll just yeah. make people want it even more and like to see if it isn't that bad. Yeah. Which I doubt it. Uh, from what I've read, I, 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 uh, from what I've read so far, because uh, I read about it, I think this, the story broke last week or something. Uh, or three days ago. Yes. Um, it was that it's a Japanese game, so it's a bit pervy already. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it's the type of game it is. No, they, they have a very, they have a very, very. <laughs> I'm not saying all Japanese uh, people are, are pervy. Well, um, they have a very, very different stance on like sexuality and porn. And well, I mean, the, anyway, here's here's the thing: um, their age of consent is thirteen. Our age of consent is 16. America's is 18. Um, the, here's where the translation issue comes. For them, age of consent being 13 would mean it's not a big deal. Uh, and these kids, these these girls in the game are probably like 15, 14. Uh, but they look about 35 with their body types, is my point. But, I was say, but again, with with Japanese anything, whether it be anime or manga, yeah. like they probably are all older than you think. Like, and when they're like, "Oh, what is it?" They said they had like um, the characters are described as young girls, and their voices reinforce that impression. Everyone in Japan sounds like twelve. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like a, a really good Japanese voice actress can make her like voice sound like anything. Like, it's very, it's a very yeah, weird I'm... thing. Like. It's a it's a weird story, and I can see where it's been banned. I can see that. I can see why. I can see all that stuff. It it's just a translation issue. Um, it just wouldn't work over here, and I'm I'm surprised it's become a big thing. Yeah, I'm surprised. Um, this, of all things, though, it's like I, I don't know. Like I feel like there's either been a lot worse, or it's like they're like, oh, kids will be uh, ruined by it. I'm like, well, that's what the age rating system is for. That's what Peggy is there for. Yeah, is to stop that. Yeah, and like, so I don't get that part of the argument. Um, it, it's just no, it's, it's um, it's definitely just not seeing eye to eye on a certain thing. Like, I don't know. I, I don't see the point in censorship a lot of the times. Like, if, if you're gonna make something, just let it happen. But we're stupid. I feel. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. Uh, here's another stupid thing that Fox News said about video games: playing Bulletstorm will make you a rapist. Uh, I I believe. <laughs> I, I just think wow, the, 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 that's, that the was idea, very dramatic. The idea behind Omega Labyrinth Z is something that gamers over here probably wouldn't have liked anyway. It's a dungeon crawler about little girls fighting monsters. <laughs> and as you like level up, your boobs get bigger. <laughs> is that legit? Yeah, I think I think the point is like as as you like grind, you 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 like increase their breast size. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Video games are difficult to judge because there's a level of interactivity with video games we don't get in anything else. So we have I'll movies, we have that. TV shows that you just watch. You're not involved. Uh, metaphorically, you might be involved, but physically, you're not. Whereas with video games, you have an option. Whether or not you're playing a shooter where the only way to progress is to kill the guy named Jerry that's done nothing wrong, um, and you you got an op- you can still take the option not to kill him and not progress in the game. Uh, metaphorically, that just sounds dumb because you spent 50 quid on the game uh, and your objection is killing uh, a uh, a nobody, but here we go. That's what makes it more difficult with video games because the level of interactivity we have, uh, and that is why it is such an issue when we involve things like this. Because and and sex is another thing, especially when you depict younger women, uh, and they are. And I know you're talking about how. Japanese women and Japanese anime characters and the Japanese hentai characters have this 
I know I had to bring up Entai, but it kind of was needed. But they have this look to them where they do look younger than they are supposed to be. Uh, this game is supposed to be young girls. Um, it's quoted in the game. Um, Again, like to me, what what is a young girl though? Fourteen, thirteen. Okay. Um, which is fine in Japan. Uh, just on our shores, it is not. Uh, by another three years and two years, that'd be fine. Over there, uh, it's okay then. America's even worse because that's eighteen. So that immediately we've got a, a big barrier there. Uh, and then we move on to the violence card, um, uh, which is the same point I was making earlier about the interactivity with the film. It's difficult as well because with the film, the depiction can be a lot more realistic than a video game can ever do. Yeah, because it's actual people, like yeah, um, like actually seeing another person kill another person, or or like in a worst case, like rape someone, like in like what happens in in movies that try and like really like mess with you. Yeah, I'm. I, I completely agree. Um, it's just. It, it's a difficult subject because it, it's one of those things that you can't really it's hard to govern and I, I respect Pe- Peggy and what's the other one who who does um, America Pal uh, over there um next Pal's like the pal- ESRB that's it. um it's it's a difficult job, is all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I get that. Like, because if you let something go through, and then like someone's parents or a load of parents like start complaining that my kid played such and such, and then there's gonna be a much bigger backlash than if they just didn't allow the game to release. Like, one of the sad things is it it's kind of GTA's fault. Uh, in essence, it's kind of Rockstar's fault. Um, because we all know the story of American governments didn't like GTA. Rockstar continued to rile <laughs> them up. Um, and ever since then, American governing boards have had a problem with video games, and it's it's the same reason why we're having this violent video game montage that Trump got shown. Yeah, like in the worst of the worst like cases of, of stuff like yeah uh which is difficult to look at because none of it to me is that violent it's, uh, just, it's just annoying to me that video games seem to be a scapegoat it's only the same as when movies were a scapegoat in the 50s yeah uh so i thought we were past all of this like uh, we've sure. never really Here's the thing, though. We've we never really been. had that big of a thing before. Uh, since all these wacko kids... Bef- since all these wacko kids decided to start shooting schools... Yeah. Um, we've never had this discussion. We've never had to have this, this discussion. Um, video games have always sort of lingered. Uh, if they've gone too far, we've we've mentioned it. Other than that, it's, it's the the manhunt thing and GTA as a whole, uh, where some would say we pushed it too far, and I think Rockstar probably did push it too far. The manhunt series, um, because it was unnecessary violence, um, yeah. and was made for violence' sake. Uh, you can argue that's uh, an art form. Uh, but you could also, say, like, but s- some sicko could also argue that snuff porn is an art form. The, yeah. the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a decent analogy. Um, I, it, it, that, that's the problem. We've never had to have a discussion, which means we've never had to arise this problem. Whereas you may say now that we should be past it, we can't really be past it if we've never thought about it before. Yeah. So that, for, to me, is the reason why we're having a discussion now. Uh, and we will have the discussion throughout 2018 whether or not video games are going too far. Uh, we will get to the end of 2018 and we will say video games haven't gone far enough uh, and it is okay. 
Because no think, one cares enough. Yeah, I don't think any form of media can ever go too far. In in like ninety nine percent of cases, I know I just like contradicted myself completely there, but um, <laughs> well, I mean, I just brought up a reason why it can go too far: snuff porn. And yeah, films. like <laughs> yeah, and then like in a normal quote unquote, like in a general yeah, but it did world. yeah, but it depends no. how big of an audience there is for people dying on screen because I know there are a lot of people that have a morbid curiosity with the with seeing real life murder. Yeah, like, but I I think that generally that the average person, like any right minded person, knows the difference between like real life and a movie oh yeah so that that was the the point i was trying to make of that like every every random person knows the difference between a video game and real life and that like your actions within a game say gta no matter how bad it is in gta you're like oh it's only a game though like however although i agree with you uh then there becomes a second scapegoat uh and i i don't know if you can predict what i'm going to say the second scapegoat after the argument of any like-minded person realises that it's a film, any like-minded person realises it's a video game, is the scapegoat of uh, mentally disabled people. Yeah. Um, and they immediately get attacked again by the media. So, <laughs> I'd rather video games get bashed than a mentally ill person. Yeah. Uh, but it depends really on what kind of men- mental illness it is. But, but- um... Yeah, but then, like, again, at that point, you shouldn't be blaming either the game or the person. You should be blaming, like, society. Society. <laughs> yeah, like, because it's like, why did why was that person not getting the help they needed? Uh, it's a social problem. It always has yeah. been. We don't... And, we, uh, I, I've had the discussion many a time with many different people. Uh, human race doesn't like different. Uh, and so it's one of the reasons why we have racism. One of the reasons we have uh, sexism, ageism, uh, heightism, uh, <laughs> any kind of ism, is because we don't like different uh, and disabledism. <laughs> I think is um, is is just something that's on the rise because we're starting to notice some more, which is which is both sad and great. Um, we have gone from uh, probably in the last ten years or maybe f- 20 years we've gone from a world that didn't really know a lot about autism to there being s- about eight different kinds of autism that we know about or or offshoots of autism like Asperger's yeah. and, uh, which which is both great and sad because uh, it's the same thing with the Paralympics um uh, the more attention that gets, the more hate it's going to get. But you want it to get more attention, yeah. And then you don't want anybody to hate it. Uh, you know, it's difficult. Yeah, I think I think we've done a good like talk on that. I feel like I understand what you're trying to say, and I hope you under- understand what I'm saying. Like, and I think we've yeah. we've meet, uh, met like a good middle ground there of of being like. It, it should be up to everyone to try and make the effort of trying to make sure there isn't a scapegoat, but there always will be. And I think, as yeah. you, I think you put it well in saying that I'd, I'd rather have the medium be blamed than like a person, just because we yeah. know that it's just we know it's a scapegoat. So, like, it, it doesn't affect us. I think it's been a pretty heavy week. Um... <laughs> Talked about some pretty heavy topics. We started off on a massive ramble about UK <laughs> politics uh, and the current situation of the world. Um, we've got some pretty sad news. Uh, oh, I was hoping you wouldn't bring it up. Uh, we're going to be going away for a while. Um, we have no determined date when or how. All we know is we won't be here next week. And we won't be here the week after that. To put some like sad, like violin music <laughs> in the background, like very, very low. We've kept this very quiet for the reason that we kind of like shock. Uh, there is no guarantee that this show will be back 
in the way it is now. Um, in fact, there's more of a guarantee that the show is going to be a completely different thing when we come back. <laughs> um, <laughs> With how crazy our ideas get and like... Uh, and whether or not we might be the hosts anymore. We might take a step back and let somebody else from the catch-up while we do a different show. Uh, if that's a possibility. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we love you all. Uh, it's been great. Let's say we'll, we'll probably keep it updated on like Facebook and everywhere and anywhere. We're... And we're also on Twitter now. Ah, I didn't know uh, that. For... No, I said it not long ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll have we a more definitive all. date on there somewhere. We love you all. We know we promised 12 weeks, a 12 episode season. Uh, but we want to do some thinking. Uh, we've not fallen out. We've not just endured this week. Just it's not the old it. NHGB days. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, we'll probably be around in our time off. Probably working together on something. Um, I'm gonna put the link to. I'm gonna say I'll see my because it is technically my my Twitch channel at the bottom. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, if it's not reruns of episodes I've already put on my YouTube channel, then you'll more than likely see us two live on something. Ooh. Because um, it'd be kind of cool. Um, so if you like Fortnite or PUBG, you might see us on there. Um on Twitch. So it's going to be down below. Make sure to go follow that. That would be even more laid back than this is. Um, but if it's not me and him, it'll be me. So, you know, uh, we'll be around. We'll be doing something. We'll be making something. Just not the catch up for a while. So we love you all. Uh, it's been a great nine weeks. It's been a great month and a bit. Yeah, I've enjoyed this Good. little project as a starter. But we've got to take some time to ourselves. Yeah, like rejig and everything. Out, and work out some of the kinks and come back with a much better show. We love you all. That's the third time I've said that. Uh, There's we'll so much soon. love to give. We'll see you soon. And uh, goodbye. Peace.